You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show, kids these days do not understand the euphoria of finding a wet, crumpled up yeah. soft porn magazine in the bushes in, in in a park or something yeah, yeah. like that. They will never understand this because they've got the internet. I like a beer with you, Baz. So, yeah, uh, well, it's part of the podcast, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. So I'm just going to um, very badly pour that into there. Uh, that's all right. I've gone continental with the head on it now. Hold on. <laughs> this is one of those glasses that keeps fizzing it up so if you pour it in there's kind of there's a meniscus over oh, the, yes. uh, the, at the top there um, yeah if you leave that it'll just go it'll, uh, I think it might take over the house like flubber if you if you leave it unattended <laughs> well weirdly enough you and I are both that level in, 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 in our internet kind of you know numbers now that if one of us had a car accident we might be featured in one of those little the hook you know, social media star dies, and everyone goes, "Who's that?" What a beautiful thought, Baz. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of episodes ago, you may have uh, seen an episode or listened to an episode where Baz interviewed me, and we found out all about me. Um, well, in order, and Baz returning uh, back to the podcast uh, after being at work for all that time, in order for Baz to do even less no work than he usually does. <laughs> I'm going to interview Baz this week. So um, if you want to know who Baz is, um, I'm actually going to call this episode, Baz Right, who the fuck's that? <laughs> so, I'll watch that one. Yeah, so welcome to Baz Right, who the fuck's that? Um, so uh, the first thing I want to do, Baz, is um, usually when we get a guest on here, the first thing we do is we, um, we Google them. Oh, yeah. So, I Googled you today, Baz. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So, what we're going to do in a family fortunes stroke family feud styly, I've got the eight things that when you type Baz Wright into a Google search, I've got the eight search suggestions (laughs) that it comes up with. Okay? I know one of them. And we're going to... Um, we're going to play this like Family Fortunes stroke Family Feud. So I'm going to uh, – you've got three strikes. So you keep guessing. I'll give you points. Um, so you're going to get ten points for the first one, nine for the second, and so on. And then when you get three wrong, then that's it. That's the end of your game. All right? <laughs> so, Baz, when you type Baz Wright into Google, what are the eight suggestions for what you may be searching for? And so uh, the first one is the one that I think always comes up is Baz Wright married. Correct. Because <laughs> I think well that comes done. up with absolutely everybody you search. So that was number seven. So you get four points for that, Baz. Right, cool. <laughs> Next guess. All right, uh, I'll go for another obvious one. Baz Wright gay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that Baz? Is that your is that your dramatic coming out on on the podcast? I, I, I just figured it's one of those ones that was that, that would come up about me anyway. If if uh, if people were searching, Baz, um, 
we are quite close friends, very close friends, I'd suggest. Um, <laughs> if if you if this was you announcing that you were gay, I would be very disappointed that the that the, you used this particular vehicle to announce it to me. Yeah, but um, you'd know, wouldn't you? To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I mean. I would hope so. <laughs> okay, so no, that's, no, you, right. you've got one strike, mate. What's your next one? Uh, um, Baz Wright, Transition. No. Oh. That's it, eh, eh, but I'm going to come back to that. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Um... Uh, Baz right I don't know Instagram <laughs> Baz you've oh done very God, very poorly on that you got four points by getting one which was number seven so in order Baz yep. if you t- do you know what either um, you get a lot of credit for not having googled your name yeah or you get even more credit for hiding the fact that you do every day by getting <laughs> the answers wrong Right, so right, either okay. way, either way, you get lots of credit for what's just happened there. Um, okay, so from top to bottom, if you type Baz Wright, the first suggestion um, that it thinks you are searching for is Baz Wright age. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> well, you know this one very well. <laughs> yeah. It says age and not aged. So it's, it's, it's not people that, or Baz Wright is old. It doesn't say that. <laughs> Um, your next one is Baz Wright Wikipedia. Oh, okay. There's not a Wikipedia for me, surely. Well, I, 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 I'm not going to comment on that, Baz. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find a way out that wasn't really insulting to you from that conversation. So, <laughs> The next one is um, Baz Wright TikTok. Oh, God, yeah. Kind of went, an obvious I went, one. I went to the Instagram instead of TikTok. Yep. The the fourth one is Baz Wright Partner. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of people out there on the internet want to know your status, pal. Well, look, your face would come up on that one, wouldn't it? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> um, and okay, number five is Baz Wright Net Worth. People are, people want oh, to know God. how loaded you are, Baz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to be absolutely sadly, you know, sadly disappointed that I found like absolutely jack shit. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five. So number six is um, Baz Wright wife. Oh, okay, yeah, right. So, yeah. so, so they've gambled that you're straight, whereas yeah. I think the ones two above that that said Baz Wright partner are just hedging the bets. Yeah, you know? there you go. Well, they're they're non-committal on the prediction whether <laughs> you are um, straight or gay, and then it's Baz Wright married, um, and then Baz Wright jump around. Oh, you're joking, really? Baz Wright jump around is number eight. That's that. Oh, I love that. That's my favourite one. <laughs> <laughs> Are they the most searched ones? Is that how it does it? I think that's how it does it in order. So sure. yeah, uh, people uh, people are more interested, Baz, in how old you are um, as opposed to whether you've got a partner or how much you're worth. So <laughs> it's uh, obviously it's telling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how old is he? Exactly. <laughs> I think that's pretty much what. That how is he still alive? <laughs> Um, okay, well, so uh, on the first page of results, there is a uh, a result from TikTok. Yeah, the title of which is Baz Wright Trans. <laughs> oh, good. That's, that's literally <laughs> what I wanted. So I'm thinking that that's just people too lazy 
to type in transitions. Yeah, hopefully. Although, <laughs> that's where the word trans comes from. So, it does, exactly that, yes. <laughs> so maybe people are wondering which transitions um, you're that's famous for. That's a good point, actually, yeah. Mate, I tell you, I, I tell you what. If you are a trans man, that the the fuck the, the dose of testosterone you've on will knock a horse out. Well, that's why I've got no money. I was just spending it all on testosterone. <laughs> See, we go way back to when you were a lady. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you go, Buzz. That's. Uh, I thought that was an interesting insight. That is to, interesting. Yeah. Interesting insight to what the uh, the internet thinks of you. So yeah, what I uh, what I want to do from here is um, obviously I know a fair bit about you. Yeah. Um, people at home, if they follow you, probably know quite a lot about you as well. Um, but yeah, I, I want to kind of delve firstly into um, a bit like this is your life, and just kind of like oh, let's, you, let's you haven't got guests there with you, have you? <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, it's Liz hasn't been around today. <laughs> yes. Come on in. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you recognize this voice? <laughs> I own the kebab house near where Baz lives and he's a dick. <laughs> and yeah, here he is. <laughs> so yeah, let, let's go back to, um, let's go way back, way back to black and white telly days. Oh, God, yeah. Um, when, uh, when you were born. Where were you born, Baz? I was born in Cyprus uh, on an RAF base at Akrotiri because uh, my dad was in the RAF. Baz, this is fucking unreal. How did I not know that? How is the fact that you were born in Cyprus? Oh, it's because we talk about Berry more often than anything else. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, well, we also talk about us now um, yes. as, as opposed to um, when we were a baby. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, that's really interesting. So your, your, your dad was in the RAF? Yeah, so... Um, Bedford, uh, just outside Bedford, is a place called Henlow, uh, where there's a, was a former kind of RAF camp there. Uh, and there's quite a few people in Bedford that I've met that were sort of born in Cyprus as well. Uh, not, you know, within that kind of 10-year window when I was born, because um, it was sort of obviously the next place that a lot of them came to after Cyprus. So did you, so you were born in Cyprus, you lived in Cyprus for a bit and then and then moved to Bedford? Yeah, I, I think it was only in... I could have been only been six months when six months well, it was less than a year when I first came here, but um, yeah, so it was that thing. I don't really, I don't never class people. Oh, does that mean you're a Cypriot? And I'm like, well, not really, no, because like I was born on an RF base, which is you know officially England, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's technically um, same as that. There's US air bases in the UK. Are it's technically US soil, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's really interesting. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't think you'd be this interesting, to be honest. <laughs> well, let's, stop it. let's stop it now, because that's yeah. the end of it. Thanks for listening, people. Don't forget to do the subscribe shit. Like, subscribe, share it with your friends, and goodbye. Bye. Thanks, <laughs> No, don't. Don't. Don't really. We're joking. So your dad's English, then, or British? Yeah, yeah. So he's, uh, well, assuming that he is my dad, because obviously, I think I spoke about this before, it's like, um, I only know him through photographs, I don't really know him through through any kind of interaction, because he left long before I was able to kind of talk to him, but um, my mum, when she was alive, kind of said, oh, look, I've still got contact details for your dad, and then uh, for, for, for some unknown reason, I've just never, ever gone to that next step of kind of contacting him. I mean, I, I think he's still alive, but he's a... Uh, he's, uh, He's a Yorkshireman. Ah, so. and yeah, and yeah, your mum. I do know this uh, that your mum's Malaysian. 
Was related, yes. So yes, bless his heart. She still is. Yes, yeah. <laughs> on her passport. <laughs> yes, she yes. She didn't change nationality when she died, Baz. <laughs> it's like, when yes, she so was that... alive, she was Malaysian. And then yeah. the moment she died, um, she was Taiwanese, which is yeah, a bit exactly. weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so that's where they, they met in um, when he was stationed in, um, in uh, Malaysia. And then uh, got together and he dragged her over to Cyprus and then dragged her over to England, kicking and screaming, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, well, to be fair, I think lots of people from the um, natural beauty and climate of Malaysia would be desperate to move to Bedford. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, so all of uh, all, all of my aunties all ended up marrying servicemen. So uh, my other two aunties married uh, guys from the army, soldiers, I suppose you'd call them. Baz, is this, now, this could be, um, I could be, uh, I could be in trouble for saying this, but I'm going to anyway. Um, is that like the like marrying a British serviceman as as a Malaysian? Is that like the forerunner to what happens now? Is like when they meet on the internet so they yes. can move to England. Is that what yes. that is? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I used to be quite rude about it to my mum. I won't do it because it'll just make me sound like a racist. But I used I used to often say stuff about my mum when how she met my dad. Well, I mean, uh, this is the thing about racism, Baz, is that, you know, can you be racist? It's it's a bit like black people are allowed to use the N-word and nobody yeah, yeah. else. You're yeah, half yeah. Malaysian. I'm pretty sure if you joke about Malaysians in what... if, if it, it, You could probably say stuff about Malaysians, right? Not even probably. You could definitely say stuff about Malaysians that if I said it, I would rightly be fucking hung, drawn, and quartered for saying that. <laughs> I think that's well, it's, you, you can bleep this out, but I always used to make the joke that, that my mum met him and first said, oh, fuck you, suck you, $25. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not bleeping that out, mate. <laughs> you said it and you're half Malaysian, so I think we're in the clear. <laughs> yeah, that was always my joke about how my mum met my dad, so... So what was your, uh, clearly you didn't have a relationship with that. I think, I think the other reason why I've never really thought about it is because, like, I have a dad anyway. And, uh, like, Joe has been my dad since since I could remember him being around. So he was, he was around a long time before I ever remember not having a dad. So don't really need another one. Don't need the complication of other relatives that I don't, I'm not going to get to stay in contact with. So this, this, is, this is a good thing, as long as you don't, like, don't mind talking about it. But to, no. so, talk to us about Joe then. Oh, so um, Joe also was uh, was a uh, was in the RAF, and uh, he met my <laughs> mum. Your mum's got a type, then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, he was uh, he was he was stationed at um, Henlow or Cardigan Camp, as, as as it was up there. So uh, about the time that my mum split up with my dad, when she they were living up there, she met my dad, who was also stationed there, and then uh, he kind of took over the 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 running of of the family. Yeah, he's been my dad, you know. As far as, you know, I had all my first sort of dad experiences with him and, like, you know, and uh, still see him regularly now. So, like, you know, I don't, I think, not that, because he's, he's even said, look, you know, why don't you search him out? And I was like, can't be bothered if I'm really honest. I've already, you know, I've already got a dad. I don't want to spend too much money on Father's Day now. <laughs> I can understand people who don't, aren't bothered about um, searching out the biological dad because I'm a massive believer in your dad is your dad. It doesn't matter yeah. what a birth certificate says or what DNA says or anything like that. Because being a dad is so much more than conception. Yeah, 100%. I, I believe. Um, and I have like, you know, uh, and this is a bit of a weird thing to think, but I often think, uh, I 
I say often. I don't often think it. But I have in the past thought, what would I do if Emma turned around to me and just said, they're not your kids? Or if I found out, you know, if we did a Heritage DNA or 23andMe or whatever like that, I found out my yeah, yeah, yeah. Line. And I was like, clearly it would be a kick in the bollocks. But I don't, th- I'd like to think it wouldn't affect anything really because it's well they're your, they're, they're I, your I, I, children I, aren't they you know that yeah. you've invested your your time in them as your children yeah doesn't really matter like where they were made you know they were made by you irrespective of like biological genes isn't it exactly exactly that's the way i i i would hope um i would hope that um that i would uh, i would receive that quite bleak news <laughs> in a hypothetical way i don't know where i went with that but I, I don't want listeners to think i'm questioning the fact that i am uh parents to you know i am the father <laughs> of uh, of my three kids um but but yeah you never know do you because you know what you eat a tin of beans you don't know which one makes you fart do you <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> For legal reasons, I need to. Cl- that is a joke. Uh, my wife is a very <laughs> lovely lady and isn't like that. But that's a. Um, I think that's a Steve Coogan joke from Paul Calf. Uh, I love it from Pauline Calf back in the day. But it is one of my favourites. <laughs> but do you know what? I'm really enjoying this because I am. I, I, I'm. I'm finding new stuff about you already. In places that I didn't think I'd find it, which is uh, well, it, was, it was much like when I when I when I interviewed you. It's like when you meet people sort of later on in your life, rather than going from school and stuff like that in early times. You don't really talk about stuff too much before you met them, do you? You mm. talk about sort of you know maybe ten years or when you first, you know in our case when we first met wives and stuff like that. Yeah, right? never really went that far back. So, so um, I, I, this sounds like a. Um... This definitely sounds like a question from um, Piers Morgan Life Stories. But oh, love um, it. did you have a happy childhood? Um, I did. Yeah, I mean, it's I, the main reason is it's like I've got a very simplistic view on life. It's like like tomorrow is is all I really live for. Cause so I never really worry too much about what's going to happen in the future. Hence the reason why I do the things that I do. Because like you know. I think I've said to you before that, you know, I'm not really an ambitious person because, like, you know, I've only got to get to tomorrow. That's, that's good enough for me. But, yeah, so I was pretty, I was pretty happy as a child because, um, yeah, as you know as well, we grew up in sort of simpler times and mm. certainly, like, in the kind of economic bracket that we were in, like, you know, most of my friends were the same way. So, like, all the things we did were, you know, you know those those horrible memes of, oh, wasn't it better in the 80s when you did, you know, you could just play outside all day. You know, that was literally what life was like. So, yeah. and, and also, I've never really been that demanding on stuff that I wanted, even if there was sort of, you know, like, you know, the, the, the latest trends. So I've never been demanding on the things that you'd wanted. So, you know, anything I ever got as a present for Christmas was always the best thing ever. And, you know, just... Pretty much simplistically, like anything I did as a child, I, I quite enjoyed. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, yeah. So it, it was much later in your life when you started to cover pretty things then. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, like, it's, it's like anything, isn't it? It's like if, you, if, you're never, if you're never shown anything, you don't really want it. I mean, my life was spent looking at toys in the, in, in the catalogues, like most kids my age – and yeah, you know, wishing you could have all of them and getting one of those things was brilliant. So yeah, uh, I, and yeah, and we didn't have the internet like we do now, so you couldn't actually go that far outside of your realm anyway. So uh, yeah, action men and uh, you know 
porn mags in, in the woods with my favourite things. <laughs> <laughs> See, kids these days don't... Uh, kids these days do not understand the euphoria of finding a wet, crumpled up... Yeah. ...soft porn magazine in the bushes... In, exactly. in in a park or something yeah, yeah. like that. They will never understand this because they've got the internet and it's just, yeah. there's loads of it. I, I don't think I'm, I don't, that's not a spoiler. I, I, don't no. think I've, I don't think I've ruined it for anyone who's not gone on the, who's gone on the internet and didn't realise there was, there was a good amount of pornographic material on there. <laughs> I don't think I've ruined it for anyone there. Um, well, yeah, but the thing is, people are probably more likely to go and Google What's a porn magazine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a magazine? But no, that is, that is, you know, that is something you just, you'd, well, I, I, I nearly went to like, you do this like it is a generic thing that everybody did this. But I remember finding one um, in, in, in the bushes in the park, leaving it there and running to tell me mates. I didn't yeah, pick yeah. it up and take it, ran, lads, you'll never guess what. <laughs> Follow Come me. Back me. Look. <gasps> Uh, do you know what I mean? And that's the um, yeah. And 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 we say we we used to call them porn mags. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they'd be very you know they, it's very kind of lightweight versus the internet. Yeah, yeah. Basically, nothing, it was just a, a whole magazine of page threes. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing went in anywhere. Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, if you were lucky to find one of those, you'd be like, I don't even know what this is. No, no, it was just, it was pictures of ladies with not much on. Yeah, so. well, well, nothing, hopefully, was the, was the, was the criteria. Well, yeah, that, that was the holy grail. That was the one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, that is, yeah, it is, and that's how, that's just how things was. Uh, how, how things was. That, that's just how things were. You got was very northern then. I don't even. I don't even know. And I, I've. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. I've had a glass of prosecco, and I can't even figure out which is the most grammatically correct of those two things to say. I think we're well beyond that. It's, it's how things was, or it, how thing, It's how things were. It's how. It's how things were in the. How days. things were. Yeah, they were. Ah, oh, goodness me! I think I need to lie down at some point. <laughs> right. But we'll get through this first. I will, uh, yeah, it's, it's not the best podcast. Like that's not the best podcast content. If I just have a little nap, is it, Baz? Oh, well, um, we'll have to we'll have to do one from our beds one day, just to, just to see if we can see people to sleep. Quicker. Let's do it. Let's do it from the same bed, like Bert and Ernie. That's that's, <laughs> that's, that's gold. That is. Uh, I'm telling you now. That's podcast gold already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We should definitely do it one day. <laughs> So, um, staying with um, young Baz, uh, what were you like at school? Uh, oh, so academically, when I was younger, like not very bright. I mean, more interested in art than than I was in kind of, as you know, geography and history. <laughs> 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 although, although it's one of those things I got more interested in those you know, once I left school when I realised that, do you know what? I kind of got to the point, you know, this is speaking to myself, I kind of left school and went, shit, you don't really, you didn't really like learn very much when you were at school. I was, I was too busy, like always just drawing stuff. I think I said to you before that I used to just always carry like an A4 notepad around me or, you know, like a sketch pad and a pencil and just all I used to do was draw all the time. So I was always, always more interested in art than I ever was in the kind of academic subjects. Terrible at maths terrible at all the other sort of subjects um quite liked german because german's just 
it's just translating one language to another, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's what it is. <laughs> exactly. So that was quite easy. But yeah, never never really that. But yeah, so um and plus I spent a lot of my time just sort of like wanting to be cool rather than wanting to be anything else. So I um I went through all the usual phases, not the usual, but you know, certain phases of bleaching hair, having weird haircuts, wearing stuff that was not quite school uniform. I mean, I got sent home quite a few times to change stuff. There was a period in time where jacked-up trousers were the thing, and, of course, you weren't really allowed to have them at school. So I got sent home a few times to, have to sort of sort out another pair of trousers that dipped, that weren't sort of halfway up my shins. Um, I got sent home once for having bleached blonde white hair, and I thought, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, so I just shaved it off completely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, yeah, it was just – it was always that sort of following trends, and I was a – I was one of the I was one of the school smokers, so I would be in a sort of gang of I don't know twenty kids that used to hang around Smokers Corner. Uh, but that was that was always my thing was I always wanted to be part of like identify as a, with a group of people rather than being me the individual. So I mean, you know, I think people remember me from school, but not necessarily for anything other than just being part of a gang of people. Baz, I think uh, I think it's the. Um, I mean, I'm not a psychologist, not even an amateur one, but um, I, I, I think knowing obviously you now, um, and people know that you uh, know you from your um, stylish transitions. I believe is the yes. uh, is the phrase that we've settled on, <laughs> um, and yeah. So so basically, dressing up in clothes that aren't the norm. And craving people liking them sounds like it's been going on since you were a child, Baz. So this is just the and this is just the 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 uh, you know the the latest incarnation of it. Well, it is an odd thing though because um, I've I've kind of thought about this before and I've spoken to other people about it, and I think in general I've never really. It sounds really like it's deep and dark, but I've never really been that comfortable with like how I looked without all the other stuff on. So I think hence the beard and the tattoo and all the tattoos and all the other stuff. I think it's just kind of like, you know, creating your own look because maybe I just was never happy with even to the change, you know, at some point bodybuilding and all that other stuff that I've yeah. done. Everything just seems to have been changing my appearance or changing my, you know, changing who I am. So I've only, I think I've finally got to a point in my life where I'm quite comfortable with who I am. Mainly because it's like for change now, people go, "Who's that guy?" Cause... <laughs> I think it's really interesting, actually, Buzz, when you say like, because I I have facial hair for the same reason, like because I shave for facial hair often, and, and and people notice what a absolutely bang average face I've got without <laughs> without, and I'm being charitable to myself there, saying, I've "Oh, got mate, a bang I'm just going to weigh in with you got those eyes though, so you never have to worry about." <laughs> so yeah, uh, thank you, darling. Yes, um, so but yeah, I do think it's quite funny because I'm the same. Like, clearly, my facial hair is not to the extent of yours's, but I I hide behind the facial hair. Oh, well, he wasn't that far off, the, you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, and oh, it will be back in the winter. Don't worry about it. It's a winter thing. Feel like it, it comes off in the summer. It's to get, 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 get big beard gets too hot for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do think it's quite interesting that you said like you hide like you know behind stuff. Good, like because yeah, it's um, currently, Baz, I'd say forty percent of your face isn't actually your face. So well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, I should, I should really put up. I, I need to change my um, passport photo because, like, it's also on my driving license as well. But it looks nothing like me, not even <laughs> yeah. remotely like me. There's yeah. no glasses. There's a bit of scant hair and no, and just. 
barely any facial hair. Yeah, it, I've said this before, but it's your appearance is that you're literally the easiest guess who. Yeah. And the game, guess who? Does he have a hat? Yes. Does he have glasses? Yes. Does he have a beard? Yes. It's Baz. <laughs> <laughs> You'd ruin guess who because it'd just be too easy. No one would pick you. <laughs> I like a beer with you, Baz. So, yeah. Uh, well, it's part of the podcast, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just going to um, very badly pour that into there. Oh, that's all right. I've gone continental with the head on it now. Also, so so you've got a French glass. Is is Tennant Scottish? Um, hold on. Oh. <laughs> this is one of those glasses that keeps fizzing it up. So if you pour it in, there's kind of there's a meniscus over the, oh, yes. uh, at, the at the top there. Um, yeah, if you leave that, it'll just go. It'll. Uh, I think it might take over the house like flubber if you if you leave it unattended. <laughs> So I had to deal with it and drink the. Uh, if if you're listening to this and not watching it, none of Why that makes no, 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 none of that will make sense. But uh, but believe me when I say it's fucking hilarious. All right, <laughs> we should we should definitely do a uh, a, a mildly controversial fitness special about your shred for your holiday. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> there's not really much to it. To be fair, it's just um, it's, it's definitely not a shred. uh, i'm in all right shape at the minute to be fair um playing a lot of golf and doing five spin classes a week um as an old man works quite well uh, you'd recommend it would you i would recommend it yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah all i'm doing is i'm just keeping an eye on what i'm eating um so if you're listening to this podcast and you live anywhere in the donegal area donegal 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 Donegal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a spin class five times a week. You should go to those if you want to get. Your- <laughs> there <on> there. is that. <laughs> Do you know what? If there's anybody who is listening to this who lives anywhere near or and comes to my, you can come for nothing. Right? Okay, yes. I'm that confident that nobody listening to this is anywhere near where I live. Yeah, just um, just use the code mildly controversial yeah. and you'll get it for free. Oh, but hold on. There might be some of my current clients who oh, listen yeah, to sorry, this. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. So you're not fucking coming for free, like you lot, right? <laughs> you lot, you've got to keep paying, all right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hadn't, hadn't really thought that through then. Jesus, I had to, I had to stick that in as a massive, like, like what's <laughs> it next time I go? It's like, yeah, we've all started listening to your podcast. My, my income drops to zero. <laughs> That was that, that, that definitely wasn't very well thought through. That anyway, um, it's not legally binding because it was bollocks. Yeah, right. there you go. Um, so um, let's move on to because um, two of the eight things that apparently um, people who do an internet search about you are interested in is um, your partner, stroke wife. Yeah, um, talk us through, and this is interesting. Um, talk us through how, when, and how old you both were um, when you when you met Liz. I met Liz, uh, who's my wife, current wife. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice, Baz. You've got a good yeah. amount of listeners. I like what you've done there. You've got a good, we've got a good amount of listeners to this podcast, mate, who only listen because they like you, and they're the ones who are finding out if you've got a partner or not. So I do like the way you've kept, you've kept our listenership as it is by calling her the current wife. Good work, Baz. Well done. Anyway, I, I was drafted in by a friend. Could I just keep her occupied while he was cracking on with her friend? And uh, 
Liz was like an ex of his, so he wanted he, he wanted a, a bit of time. So I got talking to Liz and um, ended up going on sort of a further date after that, which um, I think I think really we spoke about this before. He didn't really like and um, uh, and stopped being like a really close friend of mine after that. But yeah, no, we um, we ended up moving in quite early together. Um, because it was when we first met, we were going to have this really short like relationship. She was going to go off to university and take over the world, and I was going to go and fail at being a close protection officer because that wouldn't have worked for me. Because you know, like when, when I found out actually what you, what I don't <laughs> think you'd blend in, Buzz. <laughs> well, it's more the more the point is I went from being like, oh, I'm going to go as a doorman to go and do close protection, where actually most people do that come from the armed services and you know and have usually carried a gun in the middle east yeah so uh, looking back at it it probably wouldn't have worked out because i'd be like uh which end or point of the uh, and who are the bad guys so that wouldn't have worked out not only that Baz, but but if you're if you're one of those people who um has to run by the side of an armored vehicle you've got much littler legs than everyone else so yeah, yeah. That, that wouldn't have worked either well but i do like wearing sunglasses so that would be all right as well <laughs> So yeah, um, met her into uh, God, nineteen ninety eight, I think. We're just going up to twenty five years, so yeah, that's about right. And we're getting there too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, okay. oh, that make it twenty five years this year. So, so, so yes. So, so how old were you both at the time, Buzz? Well, Liz was eighteen because she was born in nineteen eighty, <laughs> and uh, I was um, thirty. What have I been in ninety eight? I've been thirty one. <laughs> We're going to have to pause on this one, Buzz. We're going to we're going to have to dwell on this for a little while. It's like, I was thirteen years old in thirteen days when she was born. Uh, 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 <laughs> wow, thirty-one and eighteen is a is a that dress it up how you want. That is a big age gap. Oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, not so much now, big, yeah. obviously, but uh, but, yeah. but but uh, at those age groups. So what 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 was was there? Were you welcomed by her friends, family, parents? I'm shaking my head now. Um, there was, you can, you can imagine that Liz's dad, uh, when Liz first brought me home, was like, hang on, this guy's 31. He, he, he lives in the back bedroom of his mate's house and he's got like a six-year-old daughter. He's not the first choice that we'd have for our, for our, for our heavily educated daughter. <laughs> did, did he did he get a clipboard? He go right. Um, list of requirements for potential suitors of my daughter. It's like six year old daughter. Tick. Thirteen years older. Tick. Lives in his mate's back room. Tick. Along you come, sunshine. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So yes, um, there's nothing left to tick. That's it. You've got the lot. But it is one of those weird things that, like, I've been around so long now. They've kind of, you know, they've, they've, I'm welcome now, as it were, because, like, I'm. I think because Liz is uh, both her brother and sister are both heavily intellectual. One's a doctor, and the other one's a broadcaster. Uh, I, I'm the only one left that comes around now who's still a child. So I think they quite. <laughs> but you're also a broadcaster. Oh yeah, I mean, you know. Stop it! No, you are. <laughs> Not for the BBC, though. I <laughs> uh, like uh, BBC's. Uh, that's 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 yo. That's obsolete <laughs> now. They can't. Yeah, uh, that's can. obsolete now, Baz. <laughs> this is the future. <laughs> so yes, um, yeah. It, as you could imagine, and you know, I, I guess I probably would have been the same. 
that uh, they were hoping it was probably going to be a, a short fizzle thing. But and then to the point that also Liz uh, decided not to carry on going for sort of places like Cambridge and Oxford and decided to do her, her degree at Bedford. I bet that went down well with the parents. Uh, yes, it did. It went down very well uh, to the point that um, uh, she got cut off. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, we moved in together quite early doors. We lived in a little flat in the middle of Bedford. And uh, Liz worked at the same bar that I did. And we had a lovely old time. We just used to sort of, you know, go out a couple of times a week. But, yeah, no, we've just um, – she's uh, like – this is the good place to know. She, she, she was the making of me, really, because, like, you know, as you could tell at 31 living in the, in the back bedroom, that's probably where I'd still be now if I hadn't met Liz, to be fair. I'd still be living with my friend Luke. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd cry every day that I'd still be there. I'd be yeah, like that child yeah. that never left home. I'm not, I, I'm not sure Luke would, be, uh, would, would make the same prediction that you, you would still be living with him if you hadn't met Liz. <laughs> I don't know. He's quite. He was. The, the, um, he, he was quite forgiving at the time, considering that I, you know, that I, you know, that I used to. I was single for most of the time that I lived with him, so there was quite often times where I'd be hushing people out in the morning before I met Liz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's bring it much more up to date. Start to talk about stuff that uh, that people know about, um, which is that that the internet and all that shit now. Where we met. Um, exactly. So yeah, people know, um, or people who know, people who know the podcast, people who know you, um, will know that we both started uh, doing uh, TikTok in 2020 when yeah. the whole world was so fucking bored. They all did it, um, and then yeah, that's that. That's that's where we met, um, which is not quite as beautiful a story as uh, as how you and Liz met. But we'll. Uh... I don't know. We, uh, I met you, then we then we disconnected, then I found you again, and we stayed connected after that. But there you go, you know what I mean? And we've known each other like three years or something like that now, so it's, the, you know, so um, in another 22 years, maybe it'll be, you know, we'll look back on the story and, and we'll embellish it and it'll, it'll sound... Oh, mate, I've spoken to you more than anybody else in those three years as well. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the um, the transitions and things like that that's, uh, that, that you do. Uh, like I said, I joked about it before, um, saying that it was like an extension of what you said you were like when you were a kid in terms of like um, not wanting to blend in and you know wanting to do the stuff that's cool um, and you know bleaching the hair wearing the wearing the trousers and things like that. it sounds like that that this is literally a a kind of a modern version of of what you were like then um, is that where the the whole stylish transition thing came from do you think? The, so the clothes were already around before I started obviously doing like the, the video stuff because I've always had an interest in like you know no, no not always I mean there there's a point in your life where it's easier just to wear the same stuff as everybody else and at some point there was you know half decent fashions for middle-aged men you know sort of mm. 30 to 40 year olds but um I got to the point where particularly with the clothing that I just got fed up of wearing like you know boot cut jeans and a and a, and, a, and a nice shirt outside my jeans that um, I thought I'd just bring it back and start wearing it. I started initially just by saying, I'm going to wear a shirt and tie again to go out in. Because you, know, yeah. you might have been a bit young for that for that period of time where like there was a point of wearing a shirt and tie out to a nightclub was a thing. My uh, the, my first The first nightclub I ever went to was 
I was 15 when I walked in there, and I was 16 when I came out. Okay. Um, I, I wasn't in there for a year. I wasn't like <laughs> held captive. It was my it was my 16th birthday at midnight. Um, and and yeah, you had to um, in those days you had to wear a suit to get in. So I had yeah, to wear yeah. suit, shirt, tie. It was a green suit. Oh, well, I have a green suit. There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. <laughs> but it was, no, no, it's not not a nice like tweed one like you've got, mate. It was like this like green polyester double breasted thing hanging off me because I don't even think it was mine. I was fifteen. <laughs> no one's got a fucking but, suit at fifteen. But anyway, no, yeah, like, yeah. So, so I do remember the days where yeah, yeah. you had to, you, yo, you couldn't get in, um, you know, you couldn't get anywhere unless you had like shirt, tie, trousers, shoes, trousers. Yeah, yeah everything. Yeah, I just, I just thought, you know, I, I couldn't think what I wanted to wear, so I just said, you know, I'm going to start wearing a shirt and tie again, and then waistcoats and things like that. And then, do you know what was really weird? Like, literally within a year, and I didn't start this fashion, it just happened to be that that then became the thing. And I was, I was, a, I was fucking disgruntled because I was like, hang on a minute, <laughs> I've been doing this for a year now, and now it looks like I'm just wearing the same shit as everybody else. So, anyway... That that was what I ended up with, with in my wardrobe. But no, no, the transition things. I've discussed this with you before, and I should mention him because, like you know, one day you might even hear it. But yeah, it was um, Jeremy Lynch, who obviously we both know is a is a massive creator on on TikTok and other platforms. He, I mean, he's, he's not a transitioner, but I just saw him do a video one day. I thought that's quite cool, and I went off and tried it, and I thought, oh, actually, that's that's quite easy. And as it turned out, I then was set on a mission over three years to make it as difficult as possible. I got for doing something that took me 10 minutes initially to now spending hours sometimes trying to make it the most weird thing. Well, actually, I should just invest in a computer and do it completely with edits as opposed to the way that I do it on my phone. But yeah, no, the clothes, the, the, the clothes has, has, has got bigger just since I've been on the internet, really. My clothes have got bigger since I've, uh, since lockdown <laughs> as well, Baz. <laughs> Actually, right, I've had to stay in the same shape since I got that suit because it's it's made to measure. <laughs> there it's, you go. It's the only thing that makes me stay like yeah. you know, marginally within a fourteen stone like you know window. <laughs> to, to be fair, that statement was a bit of a stretch because we're talking about lockdown that was like knocking on three years ago, or like, uh, <laughs> at least two years ago. I was like. Uh, <laughs> purely for comic effect that i'm uh i'm actually i'm actually in uh banging shape by the way i'm uh i'm doing somebody complimented me on the golf course the other day so oh, right, have, you, okay. have you lost uh, have you lost timber and yeah. you know it, i mean at my age it's a bit of a dangerous thing to say that you know <laughs> say, yes. are you all right son <laughs> you're not unwell are you I've got, I've got this image of you now playing golf in your pants just like flexing all the time yeah i'm, yeah. All, I'm looking all right mate Definitely, definitely not. I'm going to sit like, I've got a question written down here. Um, I've deliberately phrased it like this. Um, so, so, and it says, I'll, I'll read it out and then I'll explain what I mean. So, uh, what's your favorite thing about being a social media star? And I know you'll feel uncomfortable about the phrase social media star, but I deliberately yeah. wrote that because that is the truth. I mean, you're too humble and too kind of uh, like to, to, to ever admit it. But all that being said, what is your favourite thing about being a social media star? To, to, to God's honest truth, yeah. But the, my favourite thing about it is the fact that I'm a massive introvert, really, in life. And 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 I always think it's funny when people just go, kind of go, oh, you know, like you put yourself out there, and you know, 
And I, I, but that thing about being introvert, I think what's nice about it is, is the fact that I still say that I am, but I'm, clearly I'm not now after all this time because I've kind mm. of, I've kind of learned not to be. Yeah. Um, but I'm an introvert in all the other things, like you know, you, you and I are the same in this one as well. Hate making phone calls. Hate having to phone people. Yeah. And yeah, that, 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 you know, I think I, was, I said to you before as well that then there aren't many people who know it, and I'm going to say it on our podcast, but. I've literally been scared of everything I've done my entire life. Like every single thing I've done growing up and even being an adult. It's like, even if I have to get into a, like do something new for the first time terrifies mm. me. So it's given me confidence to just to do other things in my life. And even if it's just stuff like, you know, doing the interview I had to do to get onto the television program. I mean, you and yeah. Joshua, and we should mention this in another thing, but you and Joshua love doing that because you do that all the time. I was fucking shitting myself. Mm. I just re-recorded that thing 20 times and it was still as shit as the first time I did it. So it's just, <laughs> I think what I said, yeah, you know, being, it's, we're going to go on about being recognised, which is lovely, but I think, I think the very fact that I've got confidence now to walk into a room of people like we did when we went to the, to the, the book launch yeah. and not, and not feeling like you know I shouldn't be there, or not being scared of just wandering up to somebody, because quite often, like you know, in terms of fame, you and I have got bigger numbers than other people we go and talk to, and then we're going, oh look, you know, just because they happen to be like on a roll at the minute there, or they, or they've got an agent, or they're just doing more stuff. Yeah, peers, you know, and fame is we both discussed before is an absolute load of shite anyway. Isn't it? I mean, what is it? Yeah, but yeah, well, I, well, let's think. That's why. Um, that's why I wasn't uh, um, hesitant to uh, to phrase it as social media star. It's because yeah, these, yeah. these days fame is fame is quantified in, in actual numbers. Whereas yeah, yeah. when you and I were growing up, someone was famous if they were on the telly, yeah, or if they were a sports star, or yeah. that. and these days it's just like you're famous if your number is higher than a certain level, yeah. Well, you know weirdly I mean? enough, you and I are both that level in, in 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 our internet kind of you know numbers now that if one of us had a car accident, we might be featured in one of those little the hook, you know, social media star dies and everyone goes, "Who's that?" You know, like I do when I see someone. What a beautiful thought, Buzz. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but I'd, you know, I'd like to be an article where people go, "Well, who's that?" <laughs> it's really interesting, I think, uh, and maybe it's because, uh, or maybe it's why um, we got on so well. That it's you know we're both a bit like that in yeah. terms of you know outwardly it's just like yeah dead like dead confident dead like and and you know what once I know people and I'm I'm dead good with them but like new people are just like mm, I'd I'd rather not it's just like <laughs> I'm really kind of so I, I am um it, it depends I I wouldn't say I'm always quite socially awkward but I am. I am socially awkward in certain situations. Can I can I tell that can I tell that story where we went to the book launch because it was funny? Yeah, because I think we obviously people know we went to a Clara Batten's book launch, which was great fun. We turned up there, we went through the room, and then we got a beer and we stood by the window and looked back across the room, and we're nudging people each other, going, "Look, oh, do you recognise that person there? Do you recognise that person there?" We didn't know a lot of people, did we? It's really interesting, Buzz, that uh, our, our first instinct. There, we, we went to a book launch in the Groucho Club in London, and our first, both of us, our first instinct, instinct was go to the bar, get a drink, and then go and hide in the corner. 
<laughs> Which is exactly what we did. But it was just, it was, it, what was funny though, we were both simultaneously, look, we can't just stand here all night. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's go, let's go talk to me. And we both just all went, and I think, we, I think we even used the phone, let's go work the room. It just literally wandered off <laughs> and sort of like crashed into people and started chatting to people. And uh, I thought it was really funny though, because like I say, it was, um, we'd both made an effort to get there. I'd come over from Ireland and, you know, we'd both like gone like, right, let's go and do this. We'd go all the way to this place. And then, then we just got a drink and went and stood in the corner. It's like, at one point I was just like, Baz, we could have done this at your local. We didn't need to come. <laughs> we didn't make all this effort to come all the way into London. So this, this book launch to do this. So yeah, right. What I'm going to do, Baz, um, to wrap it up, I'm going to do yeah. quick, quick fire. Okay. You, I've uh, I got this idea from a of uh, a, a very intelligent guy who um, interviewed me a few weeks back. So uh, <laughs> I've got some uh, I've got some quick fire questions. Um, if you could live anywhere, where would it be? Oh, uh, New York. Love it. It's one of those places I've always wanted to live. Just because I think it would be like being in a massive movie set all the time. I like that. <laughs> um, what's your biggest fear? Uh, oh, biggest fear? Liz leaving me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's very disappointing, Baz, because I was hoping that you'd come up with something that when you're on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, they would just yeah, throw loads of us like, that's not going to be like, what we're going to do in this challenge, Baz, we're, we're going to lock you in a coffin, fill it with rats, and we're yeah. going to make your wife leave you. That's oh, not good, gonna... yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, none of those things. I'm not, I'm not scared of, of any like physical things. It's just things, isn't it? Just your wife <laughs> leaving you. Well, phone calls as well. Calling, calling someone about a bill. Yeah, me too, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that people won't understand that because it feels being like outgoing and confident and throwing stuff on the internet. But it was like, I'm just like, Emma, I've, I've got to ring the bank. Can you do it? <laughs> mate, I've, I've, I've got Liz to be my elected spokesperson on some stuff in the past because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to say to them. Anyway, yes, that's my biggest fear. <laughs> Um, what would you change about yourself if you could? I'd have hair all day long, quickest answer ever. I'd have a full head of hair. All right. Turkey. If you were a superhero, what powers would you have? Oh, invisibility. I've always said this. Because, like, you know, flying and that's cool and then, you know, Superman stuff. But I'd like to sit in a room and watch people do stuff where they didn't know I was there. That'd always be my favourite thing. <laughs> I'd be the same. I'm so nosy. I'd be like, I want to know what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. No, if they're talking about me, then you trip them up when they can't see you. <laughs> okay, the last one, Baz. Um, it's a dinner party. Four guests, alive or dead, who are you inviting? Right. So, first one's always Russell Brand, because I just think he'd, he'd be an amazing guest. So he'd be obviously sober now. I would also genuinely like, and it's quite controversial, Adolf Hitler, because I'd love to say, what were you thinking? <laughs> what, was, what was the idea? Where what was, was all that about, mate? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I'd also... It's changed over the years, did not it? I'd actually quite like uh, Donald Trump, I think would be quite an interesting one, because they'd be the controversial people that'd hmm. be going... So tell me what you were thinking about on, the, on this particular day. And like, you know, and then probably someone uh, like, I'm trying to think of someone who would be not so controversial, but they always tend to be that way. Um, 
I don't know, maybe the Queen now that she's gone because we spoke about her recently mm. and like you know, so yeah, bit boring, but yeah, I, but yeah, definitely like someone like um, because you imagine Russell Brand with those two as well, it'd be quite funny. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> so yeah, I, was, yeah. I, I was with you on the first two buzz because like Russell Brand doesn't drink, so, so yeah. like in mine, I'd be like Russell Brand doesn't drink, so that's more booze for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hitler was vegetarian, so that's more meat for me. <laughs> That's where I went with that. I was just thinking about me in this situation, Baz. I was just thinking about how much more food and booze can I have by inviting selected people to my dinner party? It's a really, it's a great question because, like, like if you had more time to think about it, you'd probably come up, you'd probably try and make it too ultra cool. But who would yours be just before we get to the end? Oh, um, Marilyn Monroe. Oh yeah, brilliant. would be one. What actually happened? How did she die? Um, exactly. So, like, talk me through it. But I don't think she was as she certainly wasn't as dim as she made out that she was. No, was she, she was really, really yeah. smart. So yeah, that like I think she would be a would be a great one because like she could, um, she could unlock a lot of secrets about what was going on in um, the late fifties, early sixties in the states. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, she'd be she'd be a really interesting one. Um, Jimmy Bullard is one because yeah. I just think he'd be a top lad to have a beer with. You'd never get rid of him though; he'd be there all night, wouldn't he? Like, come on, Jimmy! Off you go. Ah, fuck it, Jimmy could move in with me. I, <laughs> I, I, I just think he's class. Um, uh, Michelle Keegan. Oh yeah, no, just yeah, just like, just because I think she's fabulously beautiful. And, yeah, she is. Um, and uh, and very talented and very. I was going to say, as it turns out, a really good actress. Yeah, yeah, it's a very, very good actress. Um, and who will I'll I'll try and throw in a curveball. Um, my last guest. Uh, I get to edit this, so th- this will look like I've fucking come up with them like that. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> um, I'll pick uh, Lady Diana. Or Princess Diana, <laughs> just be, just because I want to know what happened on that night, and I want to know if she's upset that Baz says she wasn't one of the most beautiful women in the nineteen eighties. <laughs> so on that bombshell, it's <laughs> where we're going to leave it for this week. So um, thanks to my guest and also my co-host, um, Mister Barry White. Uh, <laughs> oh, can, just before we do close. Thanks ever so much. I know we thought about doing this ages ago, but it's been good fun actually, isn't it? It's, it's like, yeah. isn't it? I think it's a good one to, um, like I say, people don't, uh, people probably won't know, yeah, um, because we pre-recorded loads and we filled in all the time. But you've been away for so long. I just think that this was just a really good one to um, for us to uh, reconnect and to uh, to get the podcasts back up and running. Um, from our point of view, not from everyone yeah, else's yeah. point of view, because they haven't stopped. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot, Baz. Thanks so much. Uh, really enjoyed it. Um, as ever, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's nice to hear your voice because uh, quite often, on, quite often on the podcast, we're just like, especially when we've got a guest, is you're just like, laughing and stuff. Yeah, that's my job. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for watching, and um, don't forget, do all the subscribe shit, please. Um, we say this all the time, and do you know what? Here is an appeal, especially for the people on the uh, audio podcast. Right? If you're still listening now, you're obviously really into us because 
if you're still listening now, you must really like what we do. So we've been on a really long um, car journey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or it's a massive poo. Um, <laughs> either way, <laughs> right? Either way, if you're having a struggle, um, <laughs> either way, um, please get in touch with us. Um, email us at mildlypodcast at gmail dot com uh, because we get a lot of interaction from people on um, on Facebook. Um, and we get comments through on YouTube. But um, people who are, uh, most of the people who who, who um, consume our podcast are um, in the audio realm, and we don't hear anything from them. So please um, send us comments, um, suggestions for podcasts coming up, or let us know what's going on. Um, or just just send us an just send us an email saying you like. Also, if you're famous, like you, if you're more famous than Robbie Knox, give us a shout. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Uh, or just send us an email saying you like us because we're very very needy, man. Um, so yeah, send us an email to mildlypodcast at gmail dot com. Thanks everybody for listening. We will see you next time. Bye, Mike. Yeah. Do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know, probably not. If they are, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, Baz. That's a great question. The best way to find us is to go to the website at daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast and the links to everything are there.